Designed by Wingnut Social is brought to you by Wingnut Social, the leading interior design and home pro digital marketing agency. We know it works so you don't have to. Learn more at wingnutsocial.com. Hey, Darla here, and I have a question for you. What would it mean to your bottom line for your interior design firm if you could sign just one client from your Instagram marketing efforts? Is it 5000 10000 15000 and up? Well, if you're a principal of your interior design firm and you're overwhelmed with your Instagram marketing, you have no idea how to do, what to do, when to post, what to post, what hashtags to use, how to use ads, that the whole gamut, it's incredibly overwhelming, then I want to introduce you to Instagram for interior designers. It's Wingnut Social's very first online on-demand course with over seven modules, 61 lessons that's going to answer all of those questions for you and help you to put together a very actionable marketing strategy for your interior design firm tailored to you with workbooks and exercises and just just everything you could possibly need there. To find out more information on Instagram for interior designers, head on over to wingnutsocial.com, check out Wingnut Academy, or you can go to wingnutsocial.com slash Instagram for interior designers. Have you hit a wall when it comes to growing your design business? Then welcome to Designed by Wingnut Social helping home professionals accelerate their success with proven industry practices and expert advice. Hey kids, and welcome to Designed by Wingna Social. I'm your host, Darla Jethro-Powell, and this is the Mini News. Yes. We're taking a little bit of a detour from our Mini News, and we are doing a couple of excerpts from my latest webinar, The Six Keys to Success. <laughs> say that 10 times on Instagram. It is a very free webinar. If you guys want to watch the whole thing and sit down and get all these actionable takeaways in one spot, you can head over to our Instagram account at wingnut social. Just hit up that link in the bio. Look for the six keys to success. Success. <laughs> Those veneers, right? Uh, on Instagram and check that out. You can watch the whole damn thing. Totally free of charge. No obligation. None of that stuff. So, you know, of course, if you listen to the show, Instagram is the most impactful channel that we've found for interior designers and 95% of our clients here who engage us for full service social media marketing at Wingnut Social. That is their primary channel. You're leaving a lot, a lot on the table if you're not mastering your strategy on Instagram. And this is a very high level overview and will give you a terrific roadmap for getting that in gear. Again, head on over to Instagram at Wingnut Social. Click up that link in the bio. You can watch the whole thing. And if you're someone who just wants to hear it in little digestible audio pieces, here you go. Thanks for tuning in. Creating converting content. Here we're going to talk about selecting the right images writing captivating captions, say that 10 times, using hashtags and tags, publishing stories, story captions and stickers, creating highlights for your account, creating video content, reels is where it's at folks, and scheduling your posts. When you're selecting images, you need to think about what you have on hand. Do you have professional photos of full rooms with good lighting? And I say full rooms because those are the most, uh, those are the photos that get the most likes, engagement. And by full rooms, I mean like the whole kit and caboodle. Even if you're a window treatment professional, uh, the, the tendency is to just take a photo of, you know, the window treatment. It's, it does, it's no, there's no drama. There's no interest in it. It's better to take a uh, photo of a full room and then in your caption, point out the window treatments or storytelling, right? Um, vignettes, close-ups of the throw pillow, close-ups of the fabric, unless it's done incredibly well, don't generally perform as well. 
flat lays. Flat lays are pretty good. They perform well, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, professional photos are always the way to go. But having said that, I will say that, you know, at our fingertips here, we have more computing power and better photography than they had on the Apollo moon mission. Was it the Apollo one? Yeah. So there are ways that you can actually have stunning photography with your iPhone. And uh, my good friend, Linda Holt, Linda Holt Designs, maybe it is good. You have to go check that out. It has a whole camera course on that. On there, you should check out. We, we're going to probably put a link somewhere over there. Yes. Am I using too many vignettes? Our graphics. Okay. Uh, graphics on your photos generally don't perform really well. And, um, you know, at Wingnut, we use them because we have the podcast. We list the guests and stuff. That's just our thing. That's fine. But for interior designers, you may have seen design shots with your the watermark or a design shot with a caption overview on it. The, people don't really like those. They don't really perform well. You want that picture to be naked and put all that information in the 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 caption, the caption part. No, well, Darla, what if they steal my photo? I mean, it could happen. You know, social media does happen in the world and it sucks, but it, it's not worth it to for the off chance that someone might use your one photo without credit, which could happen to have a non-impactful social media feed with watermarks and writing and, and stuff everywhere. It just, it doesn't, it, and also it's off-putting. You know what I mean? People want to feel inviting and warm and welcome. And those watermarks, whether subconsciously or consciously, perform kind of a barrier of sorts. So we don't recommend them. So not a lot of vignettes, not a lot of graphics. Every now and then it's okay. And um, words, and I, when I'm saying words or copy, I'm not, that doesn't mean, uh, that doesn't apply to the testimonial quotes, right? So if you have a testimonial quote, you want to make sure that it's a, a, an impactful quote, short, one sentence, one, two sentence tops. Those are fine. Those actually perform pretty well because uh, people like testimonials or um, inspirational quotes. They just do. When you're writing captions for your post, you want to say to yourself, are they valuable and relevant to your audience? Or are you just spitting out words? <laughs> so you have to put some thought behind crafting the post in order to not only tell the story behind the photo of how it fixed a problem or maybe how it was inspirational or motivated you, or you think it might motivate your audience, but in order to engender or elicit some kind of engagement from your audience to, to get them to start a conversation, ask them a question, ask them a question at the beginning of the caption, because when they're scrolling through their feed, you're only going to see the top line of that caption in order to, to pique their interest. So something to think about. And are you analyzing what types of captions get the most engagement? So on Instagram, on each of your posts, you'll see in the bottom left corner, the view insights. You can go through each of, each of your posts and look and see what is getting the most engagement, the most comments, the most likes, the most follows, the most shares. That's a super important metric as, as well. And those posts that are doing really well, do more of those, right? There you go. Instagram gives you a tool right there. All right. And are you being authentic? You know, is this something you would say? Is this something the brand would say? It's not forced. It's natural. And it's in alignment with who you want to attract. Because remember, we don't want clients who I'm sure are lovely people, but just aren't going to be our tribe at the risk of uh, <laughs> using that cliche. Hashtags and tags are, hash are the hashtags that you're putting in the post relevant to the post. If they're not relevant to the post, you're going to get papowled. You're going to get a little ding in the, because Instagram wants the user experience to be good. They, if I'm putting in their Star Wars action figures in uh, a room with, uh, you know, Nike shoes come or Nike shoes comes up, I'm not going to be happy about it. 
Instagram notices that and they propel you in the algorithm. So if you have a, a room and it's a kitchen and you just decide, wow, oh, mid-century modern has a, it's a really good hashtag. It's got a lot of hits. Let me try that. And there's nothing in there that correlates with that. Not a good strategy. Don't do that. Another thing coming to a strategy is you don't want to use interior design was the number one most used hashtag on Instagram, if you recall, as of March 23. But that's a very difficult one because there's so much competition, right? Unless you are Kelly Wurstler or Shay McGee, you are not going to show up in a search result for that hashtag more than likely, unless you are lucky and you have a viral post. So try to go with hashtags that are more niche, you know, 5,000 to 10,000 uses, up to 100,000 uses. Try to stay out of those millions if you can, and try to make them from each group. Super niche, kind of niche, middle of the road, high, up to 100,000 followers in there, uh, followers, um, uses for the hashtag. So you can get more traction until you grow the account to where you can compete with some of those big boys. All right. That's the balanced mix of hashtags are using hashtags, location, hashtags, design style, etc. If it's applicable and it's contemporary and it's a kitchen, a contemporary kitchen, Baltimore, Baltimore kitchen design, you know, that's where I want to be found. Darla. I'm, I'm in DC. I'm in, I'm in Maryland. Put those hashtags in there. If you have branded hashtags to your business, like uh, Kate O'Hara of Martha O'Hara Interiors, they have, oh my, I forgot what it is now, but they have a branded hashtag and then they use that in there and other users will share designs with that branded hashtag. Um, usually only works for, oh, is it oh my styled life? God, forgive me, Kate. I can't remember. Um, but that's what it is. Uh, are you tagging your target locations? Yes. And are you tagging relevant brands and vendors? This is really important if you want to do brand collaborations or if you want bigger brands to share your imagery. Um, be very important. It's important to remember that it needs to be your image. You need to have the rights to the image. Or if a, a photographer took that image, that you have an agreement with that photographer that you are allowed to share the image, that you have control of that image. So that is something to take care of. But that is a really big strategy to help. Like say, for example, gosh, I don't, a, a huge furnishings brand asks to share your photo because you tag them in it. I don't want to name any names because I don't want anyone yelling at me. And they have a million to 10 million followers. And Susan McNuggets is on their page, credited, fully credited, of course, all the permissions, I think that's going to help grow your account. So it's a terrific strategy. Stories. Stories are great. I mean, if you go to the Darla Powell on Instagram, I have people tuning into my stories every day just because I post crazy, dumb memes. That's just my, I'm, I enjoy it, right? Um, that's not my business account. That's just my account. Think about keeping that story lit because as you can see in the slide here, the story bubble, your face appears lit. See the one on the far left there? What is that? A cat or a monkey? I don't know what that is. Forgive me, I can't see it. Isn't lit, so no one's going to click on that. It just helps your brand reach an awareness and helps to keep people engaged with your account. They're ephemeral. They only last 24 hours. So if you do something and it's not that great or if there's a typo, it's only going to live there for a little bit. So don't worry about it. I mean, if it's something you didn't see, didn't catch. Stories have terrific ability to get engagement from potential clients and people who follow your brand because they have engagement stickers, polls and quizzes and links. And there's nothing we like more than just people asking us about what we like and what we want to do. What favorite movies, favorite style of furniture, room A or room B, which would you choose the black wallpaper or the gold? You'd people love 
to be heard in two cents. And it's a terrific, terrific way to get engagement for your Instagram account. Video content reels. Reels is the darling now of Instagram. I'm sure you've seen them. It's a, it's their answer to TikTok. They have given a little bit less weight to reels as I'm recording this because people were up in arms saying, bring back the, the feed pictures, but reels are still super important. And they're really important because especially if you're the face of the business, they allow your followers and your potential clients to see what it's like to work with you in a real living, human breathing, living carbon-based life form kind of way. Are you going to um, align with that client? Are you going to resonate with that client as the way you comport yourself like they are? Do they also like pickles? <laughs> that one interior designer, maybe she resonated with somebody who, you know, you never know. Um, but authenticity is was made for video, right? And if you're shy about being on video, it's okay. You don't have to do it. You can still use the rest of the stuff and have a terrifically powerful Instagram account. But if you're not using it, you are the face of the brand, or even if you're not, if you have a team doing walkthroughs, video is super, super important. You need to be doing it. And portrait mode, of course. Uh, reels, the trending audio for reels is really important. You have to use trending audio because Instagram wants to push those artists. The bad news is, is that as a business account, which you should have, there's not a lot of that. There's not a lot of trending audio because of copyright issues. So that's not something that we have to worry about as much. And also if you say, well, I'm going to bypass that and use my own audio and upload it to my video and, and post that, that it'll be a copyright violation. Don't do that. You can get in trouble and it's uh, going to be counterproductive. Videos, clips of your whole design process. Um, that's an excellent strategy. A lot of designers think nobody cares. Nobody wants to see, you know, see what I do in a day. Uh, I, we take it for granted what we do and because we do it so often. It's like when I was a cop uh, for 18 years, I was a cop before I was an in interior design. I really took it for granted how complicated my job was. Well, you know, I'm in a shooting, I'm arresting people. Oh, it's just another day in the job. People want to see it. <laughs> people want to, there's whole cops, there's a whole... HGTV and the DIY network and all of these channels that are just dedicated to this kind of content. So don't, don't play that down. You want to show yourself at work, the design process, how you're solving the problem. Post-scheduling. There are a lot of apps out there like Sprout Social, eClincher, Hootsuite, Later, Planoly that can help you with this. Um, they have different price points, different levels. But you need to take all these pieces of content in the mix and rotate them through in a monthly plan, right? Where you can see it and make sure that you're not, you don't have two of the same type of posts next to each other. You can see what that content looks like and plan that out. You don't want 20% of your salesy posts all be in one thing and the rest of the 80. See what I'm saying? You have to plan that out. So highly recommend a scheduling software. I think the, the lowest barrier to entry one, in my opinion, is probably Hootsuite. A lot of people do like the later, though. All right, guys, that's it for this audio bite of our very most recent webinar, The Six Keys to Success on Instagram. If you want instant gratification, you want to watch that whole bad boy, head on over to our Instagram at wingnutsocial. Again, that link for this webinar is in the bio. And that is it for this week. I Again, I'm not sure how many of these are good, probably the next next couple, I'm thinking, to finish this out. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, shoot them over to info at wingnutsocial.com. All right, that's it for this episode. If you need help with digital marketing for your interior design business, search engine optimization, full service done for you, social media marketing, or 
If you just need some guidance, if you want to figure out how to do it on your own, we have Wingnut Academy there. You can check that out. Our first course, Instagram for Interior Designers, just launched not too long ago. That's all lives at wingnutsocial.com. Thank you again. We'll see you on the next episode of Designed by Wingnut Social. Remember, until next time, to get out there, get uncomfortable, and be great. You've reached the end of this episode of Designed by Wingnut Social. But that's only the first step into accelerating your business the Wingnut way. Head over to wingnutsocial.com or call us at 786-206-4331 to see how we can help take your business from meh to amazing. We'll see you on the next episode of Designed by Wingnut Social, your digital marketing tightly fastened. Good boy, Mango.